0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, what are we teaching
1: our young people? Uh, this is kind of a kind of my pet peeve right now, where people have uh, an interest in, in hands-on, in practical jobs, but there's virtually no way to turn those activities and interest into a sufficient uh, job outlook.
0: An emerging issue that many of us face as employers is where do we find trade employees? How do we develop the workforce? Our next guest, Oliver Schlacke, is a unquote professor at the Smith School of Business here at University of Maryland and has a lot of expertise and has looked at this issue in many different angles. Oliver, thanks for joining us. Apprenticeships and internships, um, professional practical training is on the lips of a lot of employers in the D.C. region. What's your experience with respect to apprenticeship and training programs, say in Germany, which is often held up as a... Wonderful example from the outside in of how apprenticeships can create good employees.
1: Yeah, I've, I've uh, spent 35 years of my life in that, in that environment, and there are there's some interesting ideas that we need to look at. And I think the the critical issue right now is the big gap we have between a high school diploma and a university, um, you know, diploma, and those uh, four years in between. Uh, are not filled necessarily with uh, the needed education that some employers look for. If you invest a certain amount of money into a college degree, um, the push is more and more that you accept to get a great job. That pushes the universities to do more and more hands-on training, you know, job trainings. And so we we need to find a better way of addressing that gap. And an associate degree that most people come maybe from a community college does not really address this thing because that degree is designed to go on to university. So we need to find a middle way. What we do in Germany um, is a completely different approach where a, a new education format has been created. The German word is called Berufsschule, which is kind of a job school. Uh, and this is for jobs that require more education than a high school diploma, which has zero on-the-job training, maybe a, a few internships. But what it provides is a two- to three-year uh, training that combines on ju- on-the-job training with the necessary theoretical base uh, basics. Uh, for example, as a bank teller, this is one of the entry jobs here, you can basically start with a high school degree but it doesn't give you a lot of outlook. In Germany, you take a two to three year uh, practical and theoretical uh, training program and you become a, um, a much more higher skilled bank employee. You don't start at the teller level. You have multiple things. You become a, a, a real associate at a, at a bank. And this is not just for banking. This is for a lot of trades, of course, uh, but it's also for insurances. And now here in the tech region that we have, Northern Virginia, those can easily be applied to to do programming, Java programming, cybersecurity thing. You don't want to go four years to college to then, you know, basically program and and, and do cybersecurity jobs. You don't need a forty year degree at the university level. No,
0: in fact, a lot of cybersecurity uh, competencies can be demonstrated through certification. They're objective standards, like a bar exam or an accounting exam. Do you think that? Uh, do you see a lot of that occurring here in the states? And and if so. Uh, Why is it happening
1: and if it's not, why not? Well, there there are some initiatives. Uh, IBM a few years ago launched a a program that they call Six-Year High School, uh, which uh, tries to combine the first two years of college uh, into a high school uh, curriculum. It is a great idea on paper. It remains to be seen whether successful, the first data points coming out. uh, It looks like a lot of uh, people seem to struggle because they have to take university-like courses while they are still in high school before graduation. so there's a, there's a there's a challenge and I don't think this concept will eventually solve this th- this problem. this has to be a joint approach between uh, the potential hiring companies which uh, in, in the German model are, are fairly much involved in the curriculum development but not necessarily like you develop the job for me as a company. we're developing a job category and we are involved with a uh, institution, uh, somewhere between a high school, community college, and a university. Is it, And and so this one has to be there. But the companies who are crying out for for better employees have to look back at themselves, too, because who stopped the hands-on training that we now accept from graduates to be, be having? So there's a lot less training in the large corporations. And they've kind of outsourced that either to uh, community college and to universities at the higher education level, we are now forced to give people you know, kind of this idea of uh, bang for the buck by providing hands-on training, which has very little to do with higher education. Higher education is a personal development concept. It's not like I'm investing $40,000 and now I want to have this money back by getting a better qualified job. So we need to understand what the difference in these categories is
0: so in a way it sounds to me like the biggest issue we have in our economy with respect to workforce is a, a mars venus moment where universities are trying to create thinking machines and employers are basically saying in order for me to maximize my profit margin i don't want to have unproductive employees so give me people who know how to do the job i want to have done
1: one or the other has to change it sounds like well yeah and i think they also have to come together at at some point and I'm not sure if 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 uh, the current system just simply works. I think there has to be a different pathway created. And and we have in in, in the German model, you have completely independent schools where people decide uh, before they fully enter the the high school system that is geared towards university, they can spread out and can go to these uh, organizations and to this particular schools where they are challenge but challenge in the way of getting this this high end job qualification and they necessarily don't forego university at all. They have there's still a pathway after two, three years to decide I'd like to get the full university and or college degree. But then it comes from a more conscious point of view where they see, you know, I I I performed well in my job, but I see I, I can do more. Whereas others who went through the past can be fully happy and the income levels of these uh, these jobs is sufficient to, to make a living. It's uh, much uh, more uh, prosperous for someone to do that than just finishing with a high school degree and and then ending up in minimum wage type of, of jobs.
0: Is this the most important thing we could do for 21st century economic development?
1: Well, I think it's, it's high on my list. Um, I'm, I'm working with a lot of people in, in this, uh, both intellectually and somewhat practically. There are a lot of uh, what I would call maker shops. Uh, this is kind of a kind of my pet peeve right now, where people have uh, an interest in in hands-on, in practical jobs, but there's virtually no way to turn those activities and interest into a sufficient uh, job outlook. But I think it's it's something where employers need to realize that uh, it's an initiative they can push forward. And there are, I think, a lot of suppliers in the market space, both universities, private institutions at some point, uh, but also the, the public uh, call to push this idea forward.
0: Well, Oliver Schlacke, as always, it's great to have you on the show and, and providing these perspectives has been very helpful. I'm sure many policymakers will pay attention to your message,
1: thanks. Thanks, Johnson.
0: Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, two-car living room, and the Sunbathers. And a huge thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. Please get in touch with us for sponsorship opportunities. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, and please rate the podcast. This helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on What's Working in Washington. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on this show. Tweet us at @What'sWorkingDC. What's Working D.C.? I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.